Hello and welcome back to the True Blue Sporting Podcast official preview of the 2022 NRL season. Today we're going to be going through uh, who I have finishing 14th and 13th in this upcoming season. And to recap on last episode, I've got the North Queensland Cowboys in 16th and the West Tigers running in 15th. For the 14th spot this year, I am going to put the Newcastle Knights and I think they will drop out of the finals, which they have finished in for two years in a row. Unfortunately for Newcastle, I think the loss of Mitchell Pearce is going to be really influential and not having him there to guide the squad around is going to impact them significantly. Another loss which they um, have experienced was Connor Watson. Uh, a Mr. Fix-It for them, you could say. Played fullback, hooker, lock, and even in the halves at his time at the club. And he has moved on to the Sydney Roosters returning home there. And I think that those two, being in key positions last year and not being there, are going to impact the squad. With these two leaving, it leaves a void for Kalen Ponga to fill. Now, everyone knows how good Kalen Ponga is, and on his day, he is one of the best fullbacks in the competition. But unfortunately, last year, injury plagued his campaign. And I think everyone in the NRL or any, everyone in the rugby league sort of community has forgotten how good Kalen Ponga actually is. If Newcastle are to be successful this year, their captain... Kalen Ponga, is going to have to guide them and be the best player on the field most weeks. Now, if Kalen can do that, I can very well see these guys sneaking into the top eight because I actually had them in the top eight before a very key injury this offseason. Jaden Braley being out injured. Their club captain doing an Achilles injury, unfortunately sees him ruled out for majority of the season. Now, if Jaden Braley was there... I think this side can make the top eight. I do. But without the experience of Braley at nine, we'll see them suffer, I believe. A strength this side does have, however, is their forward pack. They have a very experienced forward pack, and there is extreme leadership and some of the best players in their positions, with the likes of Daniel Saifidi and Tyson Rizal to leave that forward pack who are two members of the New South Wales State of Origin squad. It's going to be telling this year, David Clemmer is going to have to return to his previous form and has struggled since moving to Newcastle to recapture the form which saw him represent his country and his state previously. With Jaden Braley being out injured, it opens an opportunity in that nine spot, which I think Chris Randall will take um, and take it and make it his own this year. And Andrew Johns, who has been working with Newcastle, has touted him to have a really good year. And when Joey talks rugby league, you're meant to listen. I did say, obviously, Joey Johns is on the coaching staff in Newcastle, and that's a big thing. This isn't only massive for their halves, who are experienced. It's a big thing for Kalen Ponga, because everyone knows that Kalen Ponga is a great ball player. But sometimes he doesn't always get it right. Having Joey Johns there, it's going to tell, it's going to show him a lot, and I think it'll rub up on Kalen's football. Even though he is down there, he is up there rather to coach the halves. So he watch out for Kalen Ponga's ball playing in season 2022. A few injuries to this squad, like the Tigers and the Cowboys, will significantly impact them because I just don't think they have the depth throughout their squad to cater for a few injuries. And we saw that last year when injuries entered the squad. 
So we're going through the round one lineup. I've got Kalen Ponga, captain at fullback. Inari Tuala, who I think is going to have a big year and maybe even get the top try scorer this year. Dominique Young on the other wing with Heimel Hunt being out for the first couple of weeks through injury. Bradman Best, who is a damaging center on his day. If he can stay on the field with Dane Gagai, a recruit from South Sydney, and will be looking to take his form from last year, which saw him play in a grand final back to Newcastle and be instrumental in the leadership room. Jake Clifford and Adam Clune as the halves. Now, I did say the halves are very inexperienced, and I think this is the weakest spot in their lineup. If they had Clifford and Pierce, I'd be backing them to make the eight, but Clifford and Clune, I'm a bit worried. Daniel Saifidi, Chris Randall, and David Clemmer are the front row. Tyson Frizzell, Lachlan Fitzgibbon in the back row, and Kurt Mann at lock. He's finally cemented a position where he can make it his own. And if he can do that this year, his football is going to go another level because of his ruck speed, his footwork and ability to create ruck speed in the middle. On the bench, I've got Brody Jones, Mitch Barnett, Sawaso Sue, and Jacob Siafidi. Now moving on to who I've got in 13th spot for the upcoming season. It's the New Zealand Warriors. Now, the New Zealand Warriors are a side which are incredibly hard to predict. The years where we think they're going to be really good, they let us down. And the years where we predict them to do poorly, they shock us and they make the finals. So I would not be shocked if New Zealand are playing finals football in 22 because I have predicted them to run in 13th. Um, in the off-season, they've recruited Sean Johnson from Cronulla, Aaron Penne from Melbourne, and Ash Taylor, who was brought to the club on a train and trial and then upgraded to a top 30 contract from the Gold Coast Titans. But although they've brought in a few players, they have lost a fair few, with Lisan Armau retiring, Kane Evans and Fusatua going over to England. Peter Hiku joins the Cowboys, Sean O'Sullivan is now at the foot of the mountains in Penrith. Hayes Perham is at Parramatta. Uh, Tanua Brown is at the Cowboys. RTS, their leader last year and was influential in the past two years, COVID-impacted seasons in galvanising the squad as they spent time in Australia, has gone over to rugby. And Chad Townsend is in North Queensland as well. I think the key thing for New Zealand this year is the four-way battle for the half spot. Now, they've got Chanel Harris-Tavita, Sean Johnson, Cody Nicarima, and Ash Taylor, who are all consistent first graders, and who could fill that spot in the halves. You've got to imagine that Sean Johnson, being the star recruit this season, has the number seven wrapped up. But this is interesting. Ash Taylor was brought to the club on a train and trial. He was upgraded to a top 30. Cody Nicarima, he was brought to the club a couple years ago from Brisbane, and Harris Tavita has been the person, the individual who they've had a lot of raps on whilst he was coming up through the grades. So it'll be really interesting to see who they pick there. Harris Tavita and Nikarima partnered each other in the halves in the Maori All-Star game. And I think Chanel was was better on the night. I do think Harris Tavita had a better game than Nikarima, and I think Nikarima can offer the Warriors another in another spot on the field. I think he can benefit their side if he's in a different spot on the field, and I'll get to that later. 
For the New Zealand Warriors, the man is Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh, even though he is missing round one through an off-season incident, this year will show a lot about him. Last year, he burst onto the scene and actually put Roger Tuovasha-Shek, who was the club captain at the time, onto the wing with his beautiful play at fullback. So this is his year. Although it's only his second year in first grade, when you burst onto the scene as a rookie, with the greatest respect, no one's looking at you. No one's expecting much. You're just allowed to play freely. But this year, there's expectation. And the hardest thing in rugby league, the hardest thing in sport, is expectation. So he's going to have to manage that expectation, manage his own expectations, and expectations from the external sources. But I think he can do it. I think he may struggle at the start of the year, but once he gets his feet, once he pretty much is the spark in this side, I think he could have a very damaging uh, combination with his halves partner, with his halfback rather, Sean Johnson. My player to watch for the New Zealand Warriors, as I said, is Chanel Harris-Tavita, if he is able to play consistent football. I really like Harris-Tavita. I think he is a very, very good defender, and that is one thing you need from your 5'8". He never gets run over. He's always there. He's always in the line, and he always puts his body on the line. If he can get his attack sorted and just be the perfect number two role, he doesn't have to be the star. Sean Johnson does all the, all the tricks, all the magic. He has just got to be the perfect second foil. He's got to be the perfect man for Sean Johnson to lean on and say, look, I'll control the side. You just you just run your edge. You sit on the edge, and if he can control that, get his defense right, which he always does, I think we'll see a very consistent year out of Harris Tavita this year. As I said, Sean Johnson returns home after a few seasons in Cronulla, well, not home, because they are still spending their time in Australia, and it's only a matter of time before they return to New Zealand. But Sean Johnson returns back to the club where he made his name. But now he returns as a leader and a more well-rounded player. He isn't the player that left. He, Yes, he's still got the flashy brilliance, and that's what we love from Sean Johnson, that big left foot step and right foot step. But he's got the leadership. He's got the experience, and he's slowed his mind down. He's playing smarter football, and that's one thing that's really exciting for the Warriors in 22. Another thing, the forward pack of the Warriors is definitely their strength. Although their skipper of last year after RTS left, Torhu Harris, is out for the beginning part of the year, it's still very solid. The likes of Fanua Blake, Jazz Tavanga, Josh Curran, and a player which I'm a real big fan of, Aaron Penne, who came over from Melbourne, is a great youngster and one to keep your eye out on this year. So, with the New Zealand Warriors, we'll go through their round one lineup. Dallin Watini's the Lesniak. I will think we'll wear the number one on his back for this trial, uh, for this matchup, with Reese Walsh being out if he cannot get that overturned. Marcelo Montoya and Jesse Arthurs on the wing. Adam Pompey and Ewan Aiken in the centres. Chanel Harris-Tavita, I've got winning the 5-8 battle. And Sean Johnson in the halves. Adam Fanua Blake, Wade Egan, and Aaron Penne are the front row. Josh Curran, Elise Katoa, and Jazz Tavanga in the back row. Now, Cody Nikarima is still in the side and on the bench for me because I think he can cause absolute chaos in that um, when he comes on, the forwards are tired and he can just go into the middle and cause absolute chaos. And I think that's his best strength as we saw him do it when 
at the Brisbane Broncos when Hunt and Milford were the halves, he came on and played jersey number 14 in the grand final. Bunty Afoa, Ben Murdoch Masilla, and Jack Murchie round out that lineup. As I said earlier, I would not be surprised if New Zealand do better than I have predicted because they are that club. They're yin and yang. You may get the best of them one week and the worst of them the next. And that's what is the problem with New Zealand at the moment. They need to find that consistency. And if they find that consistency, they'll be a very good side. So that's all we got time for today on the True Blue Sporting Podcast. 14th and 13th are Newcastle and the Warriors. In two days' time, we will go through 12th and 11th, and we are slowly working our way up to the top, and who I eventually have been taking it out in 22. So to recap, my official ladder prediction for this season, the North Queensland Cowboys are 16th, the West Tigers are 15th, Newcastle Knights in 14th, and the New Zealand Warriors coming in 13th. I'll see you next time.